Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Monday, October 23rd edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom, and I am here alone today. Zach's doing some traveling from work, so I'll be going solo today and tomorrow. Um, but I will start off with Aquaman news. Big Aquaman news, kind of, as principal photography has wrapped, according to director James Wan on Twitter. Kind of crazy to believe that this Aquaman film, it seems like every time we mention it, it's crazy that an Aquaman film is now done filming, and we're going to see it next year. Uh, so it started on filming on May 2nd of this year, so about five and a half months of filming. That's a good chunk of time, but not terribly surprising for you know what we expect to be a very big scale film, and something that uh, you know, it had to be a very challenging process in terms of just physically shooting it, you know, with the harness work and green screen work and, and all sorts of different locations and everything like that it had to be tricky. So Amber Heard and Jason Momoa also shared rap party photos if you want to check those out. But this film is scheduled for December 21st, 2018 release date currently. I'm not expecting it to move, you know, these can always change. When we're, you're more than a year out from a movie, there's always a, a very good chance of it moving. Um, I expect it to be around that time sometime. I wouldn't expect it to move too much because 14 months of post-production is a lot, but it sounds about right for something that will be, you know, they'll have to go frame by frame on the underwater stuff and and get all that taken care of. So it's going to be a long process, but I'm very excited to see this. And of course, we'll get our first taste of Aquaman in Justice League. And speaking of Justice League, we also got a little bit more on that film last week. It was the Flash week. So there was a... Video released by Justice League on Twitter, The Flash Comic Book Origins. Kind of a cool thing if you don't know anything about The Flash or if you do and want to see more of it. Uh, but it really focuses on Barry Allen's history and the comic books and uh, definitely fun. It's geared more towards the general audience who might not, maybe doesn't know who The Flash is, but it's also worth checking out. And this week is apparently Wonder Woman and Cyborg Week, so we will be getting a lot of stuff on them. I'm not really sure why they share a week. Um... Aquaman, I guess, only had really half a week, and then The Flash got all of last week. Um, but it's not like there's too much for them to do. I mean, it, they each get a couple videos, so Cyborg can get a couple days' worth, and then Wonder Woman can get a couple days' worth, but you can check that out. And we also got news today that tickets will go on sale this Friday, October 27th, in the UK. We're still waiting on um, an official US release date for tickets, but I, I think sometime this week is expected, um, maybe even before Friday or maybe by Friday at the latest. So, you know, we'll wait on that and official things and still waiting on uh, official runtime for that. A while back, we talked about Julian Lewis-Jones. He was cast, geez, maybe a year and a half ago for a role in Justice League. And it looks like we finally know who he's going to play. He reshared on Instagram. It's not, a, it's not a verified Instagram account, but I think it's his. He shared that the image that Zack Snyder shared of the Atlanteans and the Amazons just sort of chilling behind a green screen. And so he's apparently playing some Atlantean royalty. He's the one who looked kingish uh, with the trident and everything. So it looks like he's being that. Um, so cool. Uh, you know, a lot of people assumed when he was cast just because they didn't know who he would be playing. Maybe Dark Side or hoping for something like that. But it looks like he will be in the history lesson portion of the film. And we'll finish up today with a little bit of TV talk from an, ep an article on TV Line. This is... I don't really, there's not really too many spoilers in this, but if you're very spoiler phobic, maybe you're afraid of it uh, and don't want to listen, but it, it talks about some of the upcoming episodes for the DC TV shows and specifically with Supergirl, Kitty McGrath was sort of asked, you know, why doesn't Lena know about Kara? Is she going to figure it out? 
And what Katie said was, I think it's important for Kara to have someone she doesn't have to be Supergirl with. If Lena knew the truth, she'd always be Supergirl, and she needs to be Kara. That's what this whole season is about, her struggling with her humanity. She has to be solely that person for somebody, and if that person has to be me, it makes me feel special. Oh, well, that's sweet. Um, I get what she's saying here. I, I think that's a fair point, and I've, you know, had some criticism in the past for the Arrowverse shows for spending all of, you know, they, they start off very well balanced in terms of superheroing and non-superheroing stuff, and as the seasons go on, they sort of become more and more superhero heavy and have almost no time outside of that. And I think that's something that all of the shows have really struggled with. Uh, you know, Supergirl, Flash, and Arrow. I think Arrow's worst seasons were three and four, and that was the the least amount of time with non-superhero stuff. I just think it's hard to spend that much time, uh, 23 episodes around a superhero story. I think that's hard. But having said that, in-universe, there is no reason for Lena not to know unless Kara, you know, has a, a subconscious bias against the Luthers, um, because Kara's been so loose with her uh, identity to everyone. I mean, she told James and Wynn, found out in the first, in the pilot episode. So um, I, I see the balance and I don't want her, I don't want Kara to be Supergirl all the time. So if this is the way to do it, that's fine with me. But it's kind of weird that she hasn't told when she's been so willing to tell others and Lena's, you know, supposed to be her new best friend. Um, on to Arrow, Mark Guggenheim, executive producer, was asked a little bit on flashbacks, you know, since they're not a regular part of the show anymore. But he did say, we are going to do character-centered flashbacks, and we're very cognizant of the fact that we've never done a non-military flashback for Diggle. It's something we talk about a lot, but we have to marry it to the right story. And there will also be some really cool Slade Wilson flashbacks that he is really excited about. So that is pretty cool. Um, I want, I, I'm a big fan of Diggle, especially early seasons of Diggle and seeing, so seeing more flashbacks to his time before he was with Arrow could be pretty cool. And, you know, I'm not surprised that we're going to see more Slade Wilson flashbacks. That was something that we kind of assumed with the, the upcoming two-part episode. I'm assuming it'll be pretty flashback heavy for Slade in those. And for the Flash, apparently Harry is returning to the team this week. Um, finally, uh, that's good. I, I don't, I don't know that the show's necessarily, I, I mean, he has been missed, but the show's been doing pretty well without him. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh has to have a really good contract because it seems like every season he gets the first episode episode or two off and uh, because you know he's, his character died or something and they need to bring him back in a different way. Uh, but I'm glad to have Harry back and hopefully we get to see more of him and get to meet him a little bit more. All right. Well, that is all I have for today. Thanks for listening. If you like what we're doing here, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And I'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.